0: Hi, it's DeWire. It is July 20th, 2022. Gamblersadvisory.com, a free site. Bettingangle.us, a free site. Remember, the opinion you should follow should be your own. Just consider this video to be a second opinion from a complete stranger online. Now, first, there's a glaring bet here that transcends any sport, right? And that bet is in the NBA, I believe now in late July. The Golden State Warriors are mispriced. Folks, in terms of season wins, they're giving you 50.5 wins. Has anyone figured out that the Warriors this season, as the three seed, had more than 50.5 wins? Right next year, the team's going to look different, right? Kaminga, star. Weissman, star. Matt McClung, folks, I believe he's a star, might make the team, right? Many more young guys, in my opinion, they'll survive. The loss of Gary Payton Jr., of Otto Porter, I believe these young guys are happening right now. Also, the Warriors, who to me should be the prohibitive favorites to win the NBA next year. You're getting six to one odds on them to win the league. Right now, I'll agree. There's some intriguing teams out there. I'm very intrigued by the Philadelphia 76ers, right? I privately believe the best player in the league, even today, is James Harden. You have him with his running mates. You have him with P.J. Tucker right and of course the second best center in the game joel Embiid, i think philly is prime for a run but you're not going to get better than the warriors plus 600 maybe you're getting this price because recently the warriors missed the playoffs right during a year where the old guys were all hurt But they've overcome that. They're in a different place now. This is the stealth dynasty that keeps giving, right? I believe right here on a futures play, you need to throw some money. At least I've thrown money on the Warriors plus 600 to win it all. And of course, I like the over 50 and a half wins. Now let's talk about the NFL I'm going to say some things that sound wild to people. I've already talked about some thoughts with some friends. They think I'm crazy, right? But there's a lot about the NFL that even people like us who've watched the league for years can't quite figure out, right? And a lot of the mystery, a lot of it arises from its marquee position. I would argue it's the most important position on the field and that's quarterback, right? You have some guys with incredible arms fail, right? Browning Nagel, Jeff George, I'm talking about elite arms and the guys just couldn't make it work. You have some running quarterbacks who look great early, but they top out early. RG three, Right, aren't able to take the next step. You have another group of running quarterbacks who struggle in the playoffs. In other words, when the other team actually can focus on them and can say, okay, we're going to take away the passing game, these quarterbacks fail, even when they're Pro Bowl level during the season. Lamar Jackson, for example. right. I know he finally won a playoff game a couple years ago, Let's just say um, in the playoffs, he's not reliable. So the bottom line is this. You look at the great quarterbacks in history, and you're going to find that some of the very best not only weren't taken in the first round of the NFL draft, folks, they weren't taken in the second round. Right? Johnny Unitas wasn't taken for several rounds. Tom Brady wasn't taken for several rounds. Right? Those are two of the best to ever do it. Joe Montana wasn't taken in the first two rounds. I'm just telling you that Montana, in my opinion, is top of the food chain. Right? And so you have You have a situation where the NFL draft is heavily analyzed, right? You have young guys going around. You have old guys going around with mock drafts, and they have looked at every offensive play a quarterback has done over a college year, and they can't pick the superstar out of the lot, right? You've had some Heisman Trophy winners, Geno Toretta, for example, who weren't NFL quarterback caliber, but yet the guy was taking the college hardware. To me, believe it or not, that's where gamblers have the advantage. Because most of us can't figure out who's good and who's not. Because the guy can look great at the combine and not be able to play. Because a guy can look questionable, right? In terms of his athleticism, Joe Burrow. And actually be able to play. Because chemistry is part of the game. Has anyone figured out that the Raiders decided, okay, we're going to get Carr's favorite college receiver, Devontae Adams. And we're going to put Carr with Adams just like Cincinnati. Put Joe Burrow's favorite, college wide receiver with Joe Burrow. Right? So, we're looking for chemistry. We're looking for upside. We're looking for moments in a career where, if the guy has talent... He has seen enough where he can show you that talent. Now, Joe Burrow, in part because of Jamar Chase, right? But Joe Burrow blew, blows up in a second year. We've seen that before, right? The young quarterback who, year one, shows some flashes, but you're not sure. Then, year two, it's all together. So, We're looking for bargains too. We're looking for metrics that people have overlooked. So here's one. I know right now the favorites to win the AFC are the Buffalo Bills, right? Wow, at times they look magnificent, right? You do realize, don't you, that the Bills won exactly one more game in the regular season. They were 11 and six. They won one more game in the regular season. Then jewelry collector, Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. You do understand that Josh Allen was a vet last year. You understand that Josh Allen was going up against with the Patriots, a rookie quarterback. Right, one of the big questions this season, and it's huge, is who is Mac Jones? Right? Let me just point out that I just watched a show, Daily Wager, totally recommended on ESPN for gamblers, where Doug Kazarian, who's had some big wins as a gambler, right? There are times when he takes big risks, flatly said that he didn't think that Mac Jones is special. Right? People are disturbed by the splits. Mac Jones on the road really wasn't a superstar his first year. Right? Now I'm here in Ninerland and I feel that the Niners made a mistake getting Trey Lance over Mac Jones. Right? I feel that way now. I've talked with some hardcore Niner fans. And let's say the jury's out here. The only mistake that's going to be worse than that is when they let Jimmy Garoppolo leave the building. Right? So let me just say this. The Patriots last year, would it shock you to know that they only gave up 303 points the entire season? Only one team did better than that. And, of course, the Patriots were a 10-win team last year. Just one win behind Buffalo, where you're getting short odds, right? Well, the Patriots only gave up 303 points against. Second, only two, the Buffalo Bills, right? Only Buffalo in the entire conference, not division, the conference, gave up fewer points. Mac Jones, second year, I'm a believer. Incredibly, to win it all, the Patriots right now are going off at 40 to 1. Folks, there are not 40 teams in the National Football League, right? I believe this bet makes itself. Bill Belichick coming off a 10-win season. With a defense that gave up the second fewest number of points in the conference. And you're going to give me 40 to 1 odds. The only thing left to say at the casino is thank you very much. Right. Also, the over-under folks, they play 17 games now. 17, not 16. You mean to tell me in terms of win total, the over-under is 8.5 wins? One year after a 10-win season, Mac Jones is supposed to be in better physical shape. Folks, quarterbacks have a learning curve. Mac Jones did not spend his rookie year on the bench like the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs. Right? So, no need to put a bow on the package. The first series of bets make themselves. Right? Whatever you think of the Patriots, and I know they're young in the secondary. Whatever you think of the Patriots, you're getting compensated for the risk. I like the Patriots at 40-1. to I'm trying to get strategic positions. Let's be real here. The other two teams in the AFC East are the Jets and the Dolphins. Right here's Bill Belichick, who knows he can beat those teams. Right, I like the Patriots forty to one to win it all. We're trying to get strategic, leveraged positions. Right, and I like the Patriots over eight and a half wins. Right, Matt Jones is in that moment of his career where we get to decide how good is this guy. Let me point out, he was surrounded by great wide receivers. At Alabama he delivered in college this is a guy with a skill set where he knows where people are supposed to be I believe like Joe Burrow last year he ups his game this year understand that should terrify the league because last year in his first year he had 10 wins Were it not for a late push by Jamar Chase, he would have taken home rookie of the year, in my opinion. Let's look at some other picks, and I know some of these are going to be controversial. You know, the Pack lost Devontae Adams. Okay, I believe the Pack have the best quarterback in the National Football League. With all due respect to Pat Mahomes, who I alluded to earlier, with all due respect to Tom Brady, and I know Brady historically has been better on the road than Aaron Rodgers. But for me, if I had one game, and I had my pick of any quarterback in the league to lead my team, and if I had to win that game, the QB I would pick would be Aaron Rodgers, now, you need to be concerned by the splits here in his division, right? The Pack are going off at 14-1 to 1 to win it all. By the way, those are much longer odds than you're getting with teams like the Bills, right? Just understand that if the rest of the division can't keep up, and if the Pack are able to feast on the rest of their division, You know that if the pack have the one seed, the one seed, and aren't playing Tom Brady, or aren't playing the 49ers, good luck keeping them from the Super Bowl, right? Aren't playing the Giants, good luck keeping the pack from the Super Bowl. The Vikings are going off at 40 to 1, folks. Detroit, in that division, 125 to 1. The Bears, 100 to 1. Right, folks, you're talking about two reclamation projects and the Vikings. I get the feeling in the NFC, the Pack, I'm not saying they're the best team. I'm not close to saying that. But in terms of their situation, the Pack are in the best situation. In the nfc right i like aaron Rodgers. i like the packers i'm getting 14 to 1 14 to 1 for them to win it all understand too in this division and i know the vikings have their moments but kirk cousins is historically a 500 quarterback right would it shock you that you're getting the pack to win this division at a minus 180. Right? Minus 180. I like that play. Obviously, I prefer leverage and I prefer swinging for the fences. But if I'm going to pick a team to win a division, the pack at minus 180, that's compelling value. Compelling. Let's continue. Let's shake things up a bit. You've heard me flatly say that I consider Aaron Rodgers to be the best quarterback in the National Football League. Well, in the AFC, and Derek Carr is there, uh, Justin Herbert, who I told you when he came out of college, was the best quarterback in that draft, and he wasn't the first quarterback picked. Right, Justin Herbert's in the AFC, We know. Lamar Jackson, who I mentioned earlier, is in the AFC. Um, We understand that the AFC has some talent. Deshaun Watson's in the AFC. I believe the best quarterback in the AFC has just gotten there. Right now, I'm out west. I'm in California. I've spent every season watching multiple games of a quarterback who was told by one of his college coaches led him to transfer that he wasn't nfl level right and that's russell wilson i believe russell wilson is the best quarterback in the afc right the best um Just understand that in that AFC West, and that's a division you need to look at, because that is a division where you're going to have the division leader come out, then you're going to have a wildcard team come out of that division, because that division's loaded just like the Rams and 49ers with the Cardinals were loaded in the NFC West. Right? The AFC West is a division you need to look at carefully. Right? I believe that you give Russell Wilson, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Tim Patrick, on a defense that gave up the fewest points in the division last year. And you're talking playoffs. Now Vegas has sniffed out the over-under on the win total. I believe that's 10 and a half. It's high, especially when Russell hasn't even unpacked yet, right? But I believe Wilson has a discipline that Pat Mahomes doesn't have. I believe that Wilson makes his wide receivers, right? I'll agree. The Raiders might have a better set of wide receivers. Right? But I need for people to understand that Wilson makes his wide receivers. Wilson also has been hamstrung for years in a conservative system under Pete Carroll. Right? Pete Carroll is a guy who's extremely conservative, doesn't want quarterbacks throwing the ball all over the field. He's the opposite of Andy Reid. Well, now Wilson gets the training wheels taken off. As it is, Wilson is a Hall of Famer, right? Look at his numbers, folks. Look at his record. This is an elite quarterback. Understand too that unlike Justin Herbert, Wilson has been to multiple Super Bowls, right? I would argue that if you go back to the Legion of uh, Boom, uh, Richard Sherman, Earl Watson, uh, Cam Chancellor, Mixed in with Marshawn Lynch running the football, I would argue that the secret sauce to those Seahawk teams was this guy, the quarterback, Russell Wilson, right? I'm just telling you the happiest group in football right now are the 49ers, knowing that Russell Wilson has left the division, right? He individually beat up the Niners in some games. So, I like Denver, 16-1, to to win the AFC, right? I think they are just well positioned. Yes, it's a tough division. Yes, every gambler I know loves the Raiders, right? Yes, I'll concede. The Chargers are on the rise. Yes, I'll concede. Pat Mahomes has been to multiple Super Bowls. Andy Reid is one of the best head coaches in all of football. But if you're going to tell me that Russell Wilson has young wide receivers to throw to and a real defense, I'll take my chances. Let's close with this, my most controversial comments. As I said earlier, In analyzing quarterbacks, we really don't know what to look for, right? Some guys show up, they're undersized. Uh, Russell Wilson, for example. Fran Tarkington, years ago, right? Um, Steve Young, quite frankly. You look at some guys, they're undersized. They look like they're great athletes. Speaking about Steve Young, one of the best athletes I've ever seen at the position, right? But then you start to wonder, gee, is this guy always going to be... You know, a special athlete who doesn't know the position, Michael Vick. Or is this guy going to actually become special, Who is who Steve Young was? Right? If Steve Young didn't have a concussion problem, Steve Young might still be playing. I mean, the guy was a great athlete, one of the best on the field. And the guy went from struggling right? He was a USFL guy. Let's remember, I believe he ends up on the Niners after Bill Walsh, the quarterback whisperer, one of the best head coaches I've ever seen in any sport, figured out that Steve Young used to box and that the Southpaw had a rhythm to him. I'm not making this up. This is from Mike Lombardi, who was with the 49ers at the time. Right? By the way, when Bill Walsh told his staff, that he was going to get Steve Young, they were unenthusiastic, right? But then somewhere along the line, Steve Young, the athlete, learned how to play quarterback. Folks, he was the dominant quarterback in all of football for a stretch, right? He was a dominant quarterback. He knew where the wide receivers were. Even though Steve Young was faster than some of his wide receivers, Right? Steve Young understood that he needed to rely on his wide receivers. Now, you have a situation in the AFC right now that needs to be looked at carefully. Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season as a head coach in the National Football League. Understand, he's that coach who somehow gets more from less. So last year, the Steelers, in their division had the fewest amount of points scored, right? He had Ben Roethlisberger, who couldn't throw deep. Everyone knew it, right? Understand, the Steelers gave up the most points in the division, right? So Tomlin, you would imagine, oh, he probably didn't break 500 last year. Oh, he did. The Steelers last year, nine wins. They were nine, seven, and one. Tomlin, two games over five hundred. Well, he has a guy who you need to realize is one of the few quarterbacks, and I mean this, with a winning career record. He's a guy who we laugh at because of where he was picked. He was picked ahead of people like Pat Mahomes. But yet the guy has a winning career record his team has floundered since he left them he was the backup last year to josh allen he like steve young is one of the best athletes at the position and by that i mean you know the guy can tuck it and can run he's fast he's elusive the guy can throw off the wrong foot Right, this is the guy, he has a little Tony Romo in him. This is the guy who you just got the feeling that if quarterbacks were required to go through a decathlon, I believe this guy would be top four in the league. And he's Mitch Trubisky. Right, now people laugh. The Chicago Press, of course, did him no favors. They're tough, right? The Chicago Press is like the Philly Press. They would boo Santa if he came down the chimney five minutes late, right? You understand that. Mitch Trubisky, you know, in the NFL, the culture is such that if a Pat Mahomes gets picked after you, the fans never forgive you, right? You can be a decent player. The fans are going to say, man, we should have had Pat Mahomes. We should have had Deshaun Watson, right? Well, with Mike Tomlin, and I know everyone's focused on The guy picked in the draft, the guy picked in the third round of the draft. I believe that might be smoke and mirrors, right? I want to focus on Mitch Trubisky. I believe Steeler nation, that's the perfect situation for this guy to show you why he was a star for that one year in college. Right, let's remember, if it's not for, you know, a, a field goal kicker from hell, Trubisky would have gone farther with the Bears. Right? The Bears got Justin Fields last year relatively early because they were that bad. Right? Mitch Trubisky, I'm curious about the Steelers in him. Understand, Mike Tomlin, one of the league's better coaches, certainly one of the league's more winning coaches, right? More than a decade in the league, never a sub-500 season. He even somehow got to a 500 in a year where Ben Roethlisberger was out the majority of the year, right? Mike Tomlin and the Steelers, and let's face it, a lot of the Steelers historically have been defense. Right, with Mitch Trubisky, who is at the stage in his career where he might actually start picking up the mental side of the game. Folks, Steve Young was a car crash when he got to the 49ers. But he had a guy named Montana in front of him, and he had the best coach a quarterback could have in Bill Walsh. Right? Might that not be the situation with the Pittsburgh Steelers? You're getting them at 80-1. to Let's be clear here. I don't expect Cleveland's loaded. I don't expect much from Cleveland this year. I'm expecting the league to come down hard on Watson. I'm expecting the Players Association. You know, they always want to look like they support their players, but they know they got a problem here because of the number of women involved and the nature of the allegations, right? A union will go to the mat if the guy's been suspended for, you know, um, First Amendment rights or something like that, right? The union's not going to go to the mat in this situation. I believe Cleveland's year is done, right? It's done. I'll agree with you. Cincinnati's going to be tough, but Cincinnati's not going to sneak up on anybody, right? Cincinnati's going to be viewed as the AFC defending champions. I'll agree. I'll concede. Baltimore is interesting, right? I expect Baltimore to make the playoffs, but I expect the Steelers to be in the mix, if you're going to give me 80 to 1, 80 to 1 to win it all, all I need is for the Steelers to be in the mix the last couple of weeks of the season to be able to start hedging the play. And if Trubisky shows us the kind of talent that he's shown at times in his career, if he's an above-average quarterback. Certainly nine wins is attainable because they just were 9-7-1. If they do better than last year, you're talking about 10-11 wins. Folks, that gets you in the playoffs. So, it's July right now. I've sprinkled a little bit on the Steelers. At 80-1, to one, win it all I'll take my chances right so to summarize in basketball folks Warriors right this season might just be the beginning of the next wave that this team washes the beach with right in the NFL I believe one of the stories all year is gonna be the Patriots Right, Lord knows they have the coaching. I understand that Josh McDaniel left. Okay, fair enough. But this is Mac Jones' second year. He was a star in college. Right? Are you sure that this guy can't be an A-level NFL quarterback? I understand a lot of the criticism of Mac Jones is the same criticism you had of Joe Burrow, who just led his team to the Super Bowl, at least the appearance in the Super Bowl. Right, so I believe the Pats are undervalued. In the NFC, wow, looks to me like the Packers don't have competition in their division. Right? I, I believe Aaron Rodgers is gonna have a field day. Right? I'll agree on paper the Vikings look tough. Right? But let's just say if I got the pack at minus one hundred eighty. And a few weeks into the season, it looks like Minnesota's actually going to challenge. Then at that point, I can sprinkle some on Minnesota. Right? Let's also be blunt, too. I think the other divisions are more competitive than the Packers division. Right? In the AFC, I'm on the Denver Bronco train. Right, folks? The defense is rough. Now they're getting one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League. And, oh, here's a shock. He actually has young wide receivers to throw to. Right? Finally, Flyer, I'm throwing some. I'm taking a risk with a team that hasn't had a below 500 season in something like 15 years. And, of course, the casino is giving me 80 to 1 odds. I'm not saying I expect to win this bet. I am hoping to hedge it for profit, right? You know, maybe the kid picked out of college this year turns into a star. But I'm really banking on Mitch Trubisky, who was a very high pick when he came out of school and who right now, as I make this video, has a winning percentage, as a starter in this league, above 500, who actually had the Bears looking good while he was there, right? I think the press have been a little bit hard on this guy. I think quarterback in the National Football League takes a few years, right? All the good things Mac Jones did his first year, I don't think he's, you know... (laughs) let's just say he's going to know more this year. (laughs) I think Trubisky is going to know more this year. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. Let's make this an interactive forum. In the comment section, if there are picks you want to direct people to, if there's a URL for your own show where you're making great picks and you're explaining the picks, feel free to embed the URL in the comment section of this video. If you have a life and other responsibilities and don't have time to make your own video, then tell us your picks in the comment section of this video. We understand not one preseason game has been played. Right? We get it. We understand it's July, right? It's July. The USFL ended not too long ago. Right? We're here talking. It's the off season. We get it. Right? But if you're bold enough to realize that this is the time you get mispricings, this is the time when people try to tell you that the Patriots, a 10-win team, are 40-1, to 1, tell us your picks in the comment section of this YouTube video. Thanks for stopping by.